Hello, welcome to Chris and Matt's Skim Wikipedia, the podcast that is about what names we should give groups of animals. The classic trope that people like to when they like, they finally find that on the internet, like often, sometimes, like it's like a oh, did you know that this animal group of animals is called this crazy thing that nobody would ever call them because, like, people just refer to them as, like, either groups or maybe, like, a pack. You mean, like, a murder of crows? Yeah, but, like, there's some, like, crazier ones, but, like, that's, like, one people will say, but, like, nobody knows what you call, like, well, um, well, like a like how, like, a, a group of uh, tortoises is called a butt chug? <laughs> I believe it because I'm... Uh, I'm Stupid? Animal... <laughs> Groups, which is why I'm gonna put into Wikipedia. Oh, list of animal names. Is that gonna? Was that just name animals or names of groups of animals? List of animal names is such a vague name for a Wikipedia page. Oh, they do have collective nouns included though. Like for example, a uh, what the? F- this is way too tricky. To fi- it's like, uh, apparently a group of pigs is called a drove. I thought a group of pigs was called breakfast. (laughs) I thought a group of pigs was called Congress. That doesn't really... (laughs) Yeah, I thought a group of pigs was called Wall Street. Yeah, that's where wolves are. Oh, they're pigs in wolves' clothing? Is that something? Well, well, normally wolves wear sheep's clothing. I guess if you were trying to, like, if you're a pig and, like, say you had to walk through, like, a tough neighborhood at night, you might put on wolves' clothing to make yourself seem less... uh, you know, um, you know, uh, of, uh, a shrewness of apes. Uh, now I've heard everything. What would be? <laughs> That's it. You've heard everything. That's the last thing I needed to hear. So yeah. I could just, you know, shut down, shut, shut down, open up shop, DMX style. <laughs> <laughs> Good old DMX. What's well? I know what he's been up to over the years. Kind of. I think he was in prison, and also he was. What's the old Wikipedia get to say about DMX that I yeah. do know? I was about to be like, I wonder what his real name is. And then I was like, of course, it's Earl Simmons. Everyone knows yeah. who DMX really is. Yeah. I had a, a friend in junior high and high school who loved DMX. He was. Uh, really yeah, cool. you too? <laughs> Everyone loved DMX. I didn't love DMX, but I did listen to him some. At the time, I was young and hip hop was popular music. So I said, well, better listen to it so <laughs> I can do what's popular instead of, you know. Had that, had that work for your high school superlatives? Uh, well, by high school, I had given up, and I just listened to what I wanted to listen to, which, I mean, to be yeah. fair, was mostly, like, Bright Eyes and, like, Elliot Smith, so I, I fell in with a different crowd of people who, like, yeah. that's a different type of very popular music. <laughs> yeah. You but know, it's the real thing. Yeah. What happens when the president talks to God? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that sucks off. I mean, to be fair, I've gone back, I, a lot of Bright Eyes stuff I no longer enjoy, because either... He's too young and whiny, or he's too pretentious, but there is a nice little middle ground there, mostly on the album Digital Ash and a Digital Urn, and mm. some on the album My Wake It's Morning, which those albums were listened to released at the same time, because I distinctly remember going, buying them the day they came out, parking my car in a, uh, in, Myers, a, <laughs> in, a <laughs> in a Myers parking lot, and listening to them both in their entirety. In, in the car? Yeah. Wow, true true fan. Yeah, oh, there's a there's a fly crawling on me. It has died on me. <laughs> oh wow! You know that's always a good thing when you go to get a get a bug off you and accidentally kill it, and then you just got bug bug guts all over your body. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? So the oh, bug yeah, dark man. Uh, 
uh, when I was in high school, I did not like bright eyes for, you know, you, sometimes in high school you just make an arbitrary decision about something and you're just like, sort of, this is your DMX. Your DMX is, is my, my DMX is bright eyes. I said, I don't like this, but I did like all the adjacent bands surrounding bright eyes. So I was like obsessed with Cursive. They were my favorite band. Uh, and I also like Desaparecidos, the Ooh. other Goddard Provis band. Because uh, I thought they were harder. They had something they to say. They were, yeah. <laughs> They're talking about um, consumers and consumerism. Yeah. And, yeah, back, uh, back when consumerism was the, the world's greatest ill. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Because people had to, like that one movie that got made. Can you believe that, it? People, people want to get cheap, cheap, cheap crap. Yeah, they, you know, we don't want, you know, uh, what's they saying? That one song, like 50 Come and Goes in 30 Parking Lots or whatever? I don't know. Yeah. There's also a couple songs in that album about a uh, relationship ending, one told from the man's point of view, one told from the woman's point of view. Uh, th- and that's not about consumerism, although maybe it is. Mm. Uh, the Bible gets brought up in one of those songs. It's a good song. I like the Desperacitos album, Read Music Speak Spanish. I think it's the only yeah. album they made. Maybe they made No, they, 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 they did a reunion a couple years ago. Uh, uh, and they, I think they put out a record. But uh, it's like one of those records that I can't imagine going back to and enjoying as much as I did when I was like a teenager. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really listen to it. Yeah. And that's that's all I got for you on the Desperacitos. Okay, well, before we started recording this episode of Chris and Matt's Skin Wikipedia, which is this podcast, and also I'm Chris... And I'm mad. Oh God, we've alienated everybody. <laughs> uh, we were talking. Like about, I could deal with this Connor Obers, but who are these guys? Yeah, you know. Uh, but we're talking about how like there should be like what group of animals do you think should be called an embarrassment as a group, like as a joke or whatever. But like there is actually an animal apparently that a group of them is called an embarrassment, and it is the giant panda. An embarrassment of pandas? An embarrassment of pandas, because I think the giant panda is the panda we know. Also known as the panda bear or simply panda. Uh, yeah, like it's also apparently sometimes known as a sleuth. So you either have a sleuth of pandas or you have an embarrassment of pandas. I think it's because they uh, are so, they say they're so shy about, um, you know, uh, breeding in captivity. So they call them an mm. embarrassment because they think they're embarrassed to, uh, you know. Unsheath. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they're embarrassed about having to the, the one animals that have shame most animals have no shame whatsoever because they have no concept of uh, you know integrity which is why you'll you know they have no concept of integrity <laughs> animals have no integrity I, I scr- I, uh, every time I catch my dog just humping humping his own bed I say it's because you have no sense of integrity isn't it Seth <laughs> And when I see our our friend Seth, uh, who used to do a podcast with helping his bed, I would say, it's because, speaking of alienating listeners, let's talk about a, <laughs> a guy. podcast that we're in. <laughs> that a friend of ours who has some uh, internet presence, because he works for IGN, but is not necessarily like a famous person, is not what we're talking about. We're not talking Ouch. about Seth, Seth. We're, we're not talking about our friend Seth McFarland. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're talking about my dog Seth. <laughs> yeah. Seth MacFarlane, who, I, you know, you think he ever humps his bed? Talking about Seth Christ. <laughs> From the earlier version of this podcast. And his, his song, his film, Ballistic, <laughs> Ballistic Reckoning? Yeah. Seth wow, Seth. I remember that about as well as I remember any detail that we, we threw out on that, on that podcast. Oh, let's see, what was happening? Oh, I do was... remember one dream sequence. There was like three episodes where he was captured under a basement and kept like killing people and leaving a little bit of semen on them. 
<laughs> I remember that very well. <laughs> you were like no, some no. sort of serial killer now. <laughs> Yeah, and when we renamed one of the characters Dasha Slayer because we didn't want to keep calling her Trixie Bimbo. <laughs> I did. Oh. I did forget about that. What a movie! That was a good call. That was a good call. <laughs> what a movie we wrote. <laughs> what a what a movie we wrought. Yeah, you know they say what has God wrought, and in this case, we were God. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's from the Bible. Oh, it's just like the Bible, 20 centuries of scandal. It just depends on who you interpret it. That's a lyric from the nah, that song on the Desperacitos album, which is different than Desperacito, the hit song for Justin Bieber? Uh, Justin Bieber guests on it, for oh. sure. Uh, uh, hold on. Dad, Vamp for a second. Uh, yeah, we're both having it's the good. same. Da- oh, yeah, of course. Da- Daddy Yankee. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's the uh, remix, right? The remix is the the hit. Yeah, I guess so. All I know is I was trying to type it in as well, but uh, since the little Skype thing of like you know like uh, the call is over the search bar on Wikipedia, I just put in D E S P and then like clicked whatever the top thing was, assuming it'd be Desperacito, but instead it took me to a Japanese anime series uh, called Kiba, which was a redirection from Despara. I don't know what that means, and I don't know what Kiba is. It's apparently about Zed, a 15-year-old boy who lives in a city called Calm. Calm. Oh, that was a Midwestern accent moment, if there ever was one. Uh, he undergoes countless trials in order to find out who he really is and what's most important to him. There's, mm-hmm. some, there's somebody called the Shardcaster, war-torn world, magic users... Transported to. What are you talking? Are you, still, are you also reading the Despacito entry? No, I'm reading the entry to a Japanese anime series called Kiba. Because when I uh, put in DESP into uh, and I clicked the first thing. Ah, uh, well, Kiba is the Japanese language word for for uh, uh, for Fang. Yes. Says. Wow. Cool. That's a cool. That's cool. Yeah. Fang is a cool word. Yeah. Huh? Oh, Fang was uh, the husband of. Phyllis Diller. Yes. Famed old timey. The, the entry lady. the entry for Fang has an amazing picture. Ooh, is it of um It's of Dracula. Oh that makes it he did have fangs. Uh at least some of the time. I feel like his fangs would only come out occasionally so that he would not uh arouse suspicion. Because first yeah, wants... or, or arouse uh, <laughs> any vampire lovers. Oh well no, he is always arousing people. I think it's part of his charm. That's why yeah. he got so many um, people to come to his place, his place, his uh, his castle, because he was he like a he was really like a charming guy who everybody wanted to you know have him lay that pipe on them, and then next thing you know they're getting bitten <laughs> in the neck. <laughs> because you know Dracula, he liked to lay some pipe. You know he's always up at night because he couldn't be up during the day, and that's you know. Much like how Daft Punk were up all night to get lucky, so was uh, Dracula. And then he would bite people in the neck and steal their blood. That's what they mm. Oh, animes with original screenplays. Why is there an entire Wikipedia category for that? I do not know. I like those... Look at those Wikipedia things down at the bottom there. See what random categories people have created over the years. Did you know that there's a sequel to Dracula, an official sequel to Dracula by uh, Bram Stoker's uh, like uh, great grand nephew, Dakar, 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 
How do you pronounce that? <laughs> D-A-C-R-E. Oh, oh, that's the same first name as the dude who plays Billy on Stranger Things. Huh? I think it may be pronounced Dacry, but... Uh, Dacry? Like, it's ca- he's Canadian. Like a, like a strawberry Dacry, but... Uh, but yeah, the no, dude... The dude can- the dual because, no, I think it's da- I think it's daiquiri like D A C R. I think oh daiquiri, not yeah, daiquiri. No, like I was <laughs> I was just being an asshole. But uh, no, I think it is that because uh, the dude who plays Billy on Stranger Things, his first name is also daiquiri, and it was it struck me as strange. But daiquiri Montgomery. Yeah, he's from he's from Perth. Ah, uh, maybe th- he's he's from Perth, and he's got his own podcast. Oh wow, D K M H. Which features his own poetry. Oh, well, he does seem like a sensitive yeah, soul. Yeah, he's only 24. Yeah, he's also in the Power Rangers uh, movie they made a couple years ago or whatever, where he played... Have you, have you seen that? No. He's in a deathcore band called Make Them Suffer. Mm. Oh, no, he, he was in a music video. Uh, oh. T- I, I, it's called Skim Wikipedia. Okay? Yeah. So it's not called exactly. Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, apparently uh, da- Gold Dacry got a, a Teen Choice Award nomination for Choice Sci-Fi Movie Actor. For Power Rangers, but he did not win. Uh, I'm looking at the J- Jason the Red Ranger. Yeah. One direct. Were you a Power? Were you a Power Rangers I watched it as child? A child? Very much so. Did not realize that they had just repurposed old footage from a Japanese TV show and stuck in some terrible child <laughs> actors. I I feel like that's something I like really only uh, like grappled with like late, much later in life. Yeah. Because I was obsessed with the Power Rangers. But I, I had no idea that that's what was going on. I did always, like, wonder why, like, Rita's, like, audio is always, like, off. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, there's something wrong with the way she's talking. I didn't realize that it was just, like, dubbed over. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely watched it. I remember uh, seeing one moment that even as a child made me laugh and how poorly it was done. When we find out that Billy, the Blue Ranger and the nerd... Uh, to separate him from the other white guy ranger, uh, because they had it was a very eclectic class of uh, group of people making up the the rangers. But mm-hmm. uh, he was afraid of fish because of a moment in his childhood when he was bitten on the finger by a fish. And I remember watching the scene and seeing the terrible acting by the child actor and also the terrible looking fake fish on his finger and him just be like ah ah as like a fake fish was like on his finger and it being. So bad that even as like a six or seven year old or whatever who was willing to watch this empirically terrible show, that was still too much for me to be able to handle. I said, this is bad, which also reminds me of the first TV show I ever watched when I realized, oh, some, there are people who are bad actors and some TV shows are bad. And that show was My Brother and Me. Oh, man. Now we're just throwing out some real hot takes. I used to really like my brother. Me, I thought it was you like Goo and his Goo Punch song, and how he's always hitting on the older sister or whatever. But like, no, no, the kids in that show were such bad actors. Particularly their one like white friend, Harry, I believe his name was. But like, um, I, I mean, I remember uh, "Don't Hold Your Breath." I remember that. Don't kid. hold your breath. I remember maybe. Which was it? Grant Hill that was on an probably or something because there's, there's um I I don't know I really like that show I don't know if that was funny but like you know like so, you know like kids sitcoms they never really have like great it's like so performative like they're just like screaming to the audience that's there you know what I mean so it's like always like a little it always seems like a little much and also like it's for like kids so like they like big emotions and stuff I don't know it's fun. <laughs> Why am I defending my brother? <laughs> yeah, it was a bad show. It was very poorly. But while you're doing that, I found the, the 
Teen Choice Award page for all the winners for their, the award known as the Choice Hissy Fit, which is an award to actors of any gender for the performance of an on-screen meltdown. How long is this award? Since 1999. The winners. Wow. Sandra Bullock for Forces of Nature. Lisa Kudrow for... Matt, Matt, Madeline Petch uh, for Riverdale is really... She's been cleaning up. Oh, yeah. Last two years. Uh, Taylor Lautner for Grown Up Stew. Uh, oh, Ryan. It must be nice. It must be nice for Adam Driver to really give a fantastic performance in The Last Jedi and then to be nominated for Hissy Fit of the Year. Yeah. Where he loses, or along with, uh... Where he loses, yeah. To Madeline Patch, who's in River... I don't even know if she... Oh, she plays Cheryl Blossom, the redhead one. I've heard, and I don't know if this is true or not, that they kind of stopped using Cheryl Blossom in the, uh... Or they got complaints in the Archie comics because people complained or thought she was too sexy. That, like, Mm. Cheryl Blossom was, like... Even though she's just, um, like... Much like Betty and uh, Veronica are the same person, but with like either blonde or brunette hair, I feel like Cheryl Blossom was originally just the same look, but with red hair. But apparently, by being redhead, I don't know if they changed her body at all. I don't know if her body okay. was a wonderland at all. I'm so, I'm really in in deep with this uh, hissy fit of the year <laughs> yeah, award because for like the first like ten years they had like it was like the Oscars <laughs> like there was like ten nominees each year for hissy fit of the yeah. year. Uh, but some of the interesting ones that are sticking out to me, another Star Wars one, Ewan McGregor for episode one, like, what hissy fit? He, like, doesn't, ha- I mean, he screams at the end. I guess that's, like, it. Yeah. You know, like, for when he, like, attacks Darth Maul. Uh, shout out to a podcast you and I did about <laughs> episode one that one time. Yeah. But I think, like, the audio got fucked up. Yeah. Like, one of them. That was, like, the first podcast one of them got we did, up. like, when me and Seth were doing yeah. our 90s pop culture podcast. And, yeah, the audio yeah. got all messed up on that. I... I remember trying to watch episode one and kept falling asleep <laughs> watching. Uh, in 2000, the Cusack siblings faced off Ooh, each yeah. against each other for Toy Story 2 and mm-hmm. High Fidelity, and they both lost to Lisa Kudrow for hanging out. I do not movie. remember. I don't remember, yeah. But it, it's like a romantic comedy starring... Uh, wow, that's uh, a real... Diane Keaton, uh, Meg Ryan, Lisa Kudrow, and it looks like Walter Matthau. Yeah, that's a rom-com power... Tr- Duo. Who directed this? Delia Efron. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, it's based on her book. Okay. Mm. Um, Nora's Nora's sister. Uh, screenplay is written by Nora Efron. Directed by Diane Keaton. Wow, way to go, wow. Diane Keaton. You're. You know, it did pretty well. Uh, it did not get good reviews. Mm. Although I am interested in it now. Yeah, I mean, it stars. Keaton, Ryan, and Kudrow as three sisters, and they're all on the post. It's got, it's got an Efron pedigree, yeah. too. and it's from long enough ago that they're all on corded phones on the poster. Yeah, they're all tied up. Well, you gotta hang up the phone, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, what other movies has Diane Keaton directed? They gotta get her behind the Yeah, again. you know, she thing. can wear her... I'm... Oh, one of the nominees for uh, uh, Hissy Fit in 2002 was The Dragon from Reign of Fire. The dragon from Rain yeah, it just Fire. Says the dragon. Oh wow, that's what's fun about the Choice Awards. You know, you can get some like real oddballs. Like you got Ryan Seacrest won in a sort of like a role that's n- akin to like Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs, where he's only in it for a few minutes, but makes such <laughs> such an impression that he won Hissy Fit of the Year award for Knocked yeah. Up. And then right before Miley Cyrus won for. 
back-to-back years. Well, there's no 2008 award. Oh, wow. Which is interesting. Yeah. I wonder what was going on in 2008 that they got rid of it. It was probably the controversy around the Seacrest Award. Possibly. So, but uh, then, in 2009, Miley Cyrus wins for the Hannah Montana movie. What a blight it would have been on on the Teen Choice Awards Hissy Fit Award if Robert Downey Jr. had won that year. For shopping in, in, a, in, a, in a performance that I think is very funny, but obviously very controversial. Yeah, it would have been, a, yeah, it would have been a maybe, maybe a little too much for... She wins again for the last song. I gotta say, P. Diddy and Get Him to the Greek <laughs> is much funnier. Like, P. Diddy yeah. and Get Him to the Greek is hilarious. Yeah, there's... He pretty much steals that movie. Yeah, well, I mean, there's it's, plenty yeah. of opportunity for him to steal a film that is not... <laughs> I kind of like that movie. I, I mean, I, I'm going to say it before you tell me that it's bad. I kind of like it. But uh, P. Diddy's performance as that father uh, eating go-gurts <laughs> and saying that it's Biggest Loser Time is extremely funny to me. Oh, wow. Mark Ruffalo has been nominated multiple times for his <laughs> performance as the Hulk, but he's yet to win. He was nominated in the... I think, I think this is going to be his year. Hmm. Even though he doesn't really freak it, he does do a little hissy fit in, in Endgame, yeah, but, not- but he's like, most of Endgame, his, I, as we've discussed before, his character makes no sense. <laughs> the Hulk makes no sense in any of these fucking movies, but especially in this one where he's just smart for some reason. He, well, he's, well, it's from the comics, you know, Brainiac Hulk is from the... Oh, yeah, yeah, I get that it's from the comics, but they don't explain it. Like, in the comics, they probably explain it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they do, but yeah, in the movie, just like, you know, it's what they call fan service by... No, no one that is going... Knows okay, the comics? Here's something about the... Yeah, no one that's going to a Marvel movie today, like, that's, like, obsessed with the Marvel movies, like, reads the comic books. Like, the, you never hear anyone talk about what happened in the comics versus what happens in the movies anymore. Like, they're two separate things, and one matters and one doesn't. Indeed. That's my pitch. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Ooh, I'm looking. Oh, apparently, the nominees are out for this year's Teen Choice Awards. I got it. Okay, well, who's, who's got who's got who's got his? See, it's movies, 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 uh, movie villain, Crimes of Grindelwald, uh, summer movie, uh, murder mystery, cl- classic. Uh, oh wait, th- th- there's been winners. Apparently, when did this happen? Oh, happened on August 11th. So there's apparently winners, such as the choice drama movie being something called After. Uh, let's see here, choice... Uh, Wait, maybe there's no Hissy Fit Award this year. Possibly, or the, uh, let's see, choice TV drama actor, of course, Cole Sprouse for Riverdale, TV show Riverdale, drama actress Riverdale, uh, let's see, choice action TV, uh, uh, choice action TV show MacGyver, teens love MacGyver. <laughs> I didn't know MacGyver was still on. Uh, well, evidently it is, choice summer TV show, Stranger Things, choice TV villain. Someone's really got to get on updating this Teen Choice Awards page. Yeah, Choice Summer TV actor, of course. Noah Schapp as Will Byers and Stranger Things. I don't know why. Okay, Avengers Endgame, uh, one movie of the year. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. And, oh, dude, you know, they were just waiting for the end to give him to give him that award. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't see... The cho- hold on. Okay, so here's an interesting thing. Uh, okay, so the Choice action movie is Avengers Endgame. Beating out... Two other Marvel movies, including Into the Spider-Verse, which is a, far and away a much better movie than Endgame is. Uh, but Aladdin won the best sci-fi slash fantasy movie. Guess what movie's not even nominated? Avengers Endgame. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that weird? It is. I, I, I don't, I don't see Hissy Fit anywhere, but they still have Choice Ship, which went to Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse for Riverdale. I don't know who Lily Reinhardt... She plays... Oh, she plays Betty on Riverdale. She looks... Very similar to somebody. 
Doesn't Cole Sprouse play Jughead? Yeah, he's though? Jughead. The wasn't what is Jughead doing with Betty? I don't know, man. I guess I gotta. I guess I gotta watch the yeah, show. This crazy ass shows he would. Uh, well, Choice Ship. I don't know if it's like they're together. Or people are just shipping them to be together. This, this, this is this is like this is a lot like this Avengers conversation we just had. Like no one that's watching Riverdale is that is reading Archie. Yeah. Come on, but in the comics. Yeah, in the comics. Well, in the comics, Jughead is asexual, which is to say that yeah, right. he's, uh, he's attracted to Arthur Fonzarelli. He's asexual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's attracted to the Fonz, as we all are. Yeah, he's got that leather jacket that he used. I don't know if there was a hissy fiddle there war. This is a real disappointment. This is 2008 all over yeah, again. They're, they're probably, they're like, we can't give it to Madeline again. Yeah, they're... Can't do it. It was Choice Comedian, which was won by somebody called the Dolan Twins, which makes me feel like I'm... Babe. Oh, you don't know the Dolan no. Twins? They're YouTubers. Uh, I don't give a shit. I'm not up to date on that stuff. I don't even... YouTube show... You gotta get with it. I don't even... You gotta get with YouTube it. YouTube show I watch is Hot Ones. They were big on Vine. Ah, uh, who gives a shit? Jughead Jones. <laughs> I don't even... Man. Well, they're the Choice Comedian of 2008. Yeah. So... But they beat a bunch of other people. I mean, they beat, like, James Corden. Like, anything James Corden is up for, I'm not interested in. I'm not interested in what these people have to say about Jimmy James Corden. I wonder if the MTV Movie Awards still has their crazy-ass awards. Like, uh... I remember uh, the, the Austin Powers intro to the 97 Awards was on TV Guide's <laughs> top TV moments of all time. I had to say, when I, when I read it, I agreed. I loved it. Let's see. The, I think that's the 99 Movie Awards when Mike Myers hosted. He hosted a couple that's times. Right. But that was the big one. That's like when Austin Powers fever was yeah. really hitting. See, they have, well, they have... They still have some interesting ones uh, at the movie and TV awards, like Best Kiss, which went to Noah Centineo and Lana Condor in To All the Boys, I've Loved Before. Beating a kiss between Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams and Venom, a movie all about romance and kissing. I can't remember them kissing in that movie. Yeah. Have you seen Venom? No. You you gotta see I'm Venom. Sure I it's do. so it's fucking insane. Most frightening performance: Sandra Bullock in Bird Box. Mm, a movie I haven't seen. Beating out uh, a bunch of randoms. Best host, of course, goes to uh, Nick Cannon for Wild and Out. Oh, Here's he beat what's himself for Mass Singer. Team. Go ahead. Here's what's crazy about the Teen Choice Awards. They got a choice summer TV show and Stranger Things won. However, there is a show on, on ABC, I believe, right now called Holy Moly. And it's extreme <laughs> mini golf. And it is fantastic. And it is much better than Stranger Things. Yeah, and then Best Musical Moment went to Shallow. These award shows don't have fun stuff anymore. I'm sure they have Best Reality Royalty, which went to Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Oh, but Most Memeable Moment was... Uh, Went to Colton Underwood jumps the fence in The Bachelor. Oh Wait, yeah, did, did Lindsay Lohan deal. have a sh- Lindsay Lohan had a reality show? Here's what's this year? here's what's crazy. All of the Stranger Things kids were were nominated, yeah. but Noah Schnapp who played Will Byers yeah. won. They snapped into a slim gym. Oh snap! Apparently, Lindsay Lohan had a reality show that aired this. Winner of this yeah, year, yeah, Lindsay's uh, Beach, Greek party house or Beach whatever. Club. It's on Mykonos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She named she opened the club and she's got some show about it. Cast ambassadors. Uh, oh, good. Cast duration is covered. Ambassador arrives. Love lost and Lohan do the Lilo. Uh, I don't know. mix the negative reviews. 
uh, 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. People are throwing Rotten Tomatoes at Lindsay Lohan. Oh, somebody was... Apparently, a bunch of ambassadors were trying to uh, be like come officially ambassadors for the club. And in the end, apparently, five of them did it. <laughs> so, what a reality show where in the end, five people win... Yeah, everyone wins. I mean, sure, there was well, how many people were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve oh. people, but almost half of them became ambassadors. <laughs> Did you see who the choice throwback TV award? No, I didn't. Okay, uh, the the competition was so steep, and the choice throwback TV show was Friends, All That, Beverly Hills 90210, Fresh Prince, Moesha, and The Office. <laughs> Friends pulled away a victory, even though. Only two of those shows are, are actually making new yeah. episodes. Teenagers love Friends, though. Yeah, they do. They love Friends. They love having Friends. They love watching Friends. They love... They love Ugly Naked Guy. Yeah. They love all of uh, the jokes that Chandler makes to insist he's not gay. <laughs> they, they love Joey saying, how you doing to everybody. They love Ross and yeah. Rachel's toxic codependent relationship. Yeah, they love a... Uh, not pronouncing Rachel or whatever. Every time I watch an episode of Friends, I'm like, this has to have some jokes that I'm going to enjoy. And every time I'm like, they just say words yeah, yeah. differently. And that's the joke. No, the, you want... <laughs> they like, do like various volumes. You watch the episode where Ross puts on leather pants and he can't get them off. And then Joey suggests he puts on a pair of paste pants. And it's the one funny joke in the history of the show. And everybody has a good laugh. And then you move on. <laughs> I'm sure some other good jokes. I watched a show in my teenage years. For a little while, then I stopped. While you while you were pouring over your Bright Eyes records, you were watching. <laughs> no, this is this is pre Bright Eyes. This is more I was listening to stuff like No Effects and Bleak One Eighty Two, who recently had their album Dude Ranch uh, covered in its entirety by Colleen Green, which I oh man, since you wanted to talk about that so badly this week, <laughs> you've told me about it multiple times. I think it's actually a really good time to end the show. Yes, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> it's it's all over. It's yeah, you know, it's all over. We've we've we spent we skipped by skipping Wikipedia. We must have skipped award shows voted on by teenagers. Yeah, well, we're very disappointed that it's two thousand eight all yeah. over again, and there's no hissy fit of the year. Award. Yeah, we want that hissy fit of the year. Give us the hissy fit. You know, yeah. I mean, when John Larroquette won like at, like that the Emmy for Night Court like four years in a row, they didn't stop giving out the award. They'd... Well, you know, you know what? They probably, they probably couldn't give it to a, an artist this year because of the uh, the Cheeto in chief of the White House wouldn't allow. It. You know, they talk about hissy fits. Yeah, he's the hissy fit in chief. Yeah, he's winning for the last two years in a row. Yeah, he's, he's anyway. He's that's a real battle and patch. And if there's one takeaway from this episode, it's that Donald Trump and Madeline Petsch are the same person. They both have orange hair. <laughs> he kind of has orange hair, I guess. I don't know what the fuck he's doing with his hair. <laughs> what a hot topic. Or hot day. Yeah, Donald Trump's hair. It's funny, right? It's weird. He's got weird hair. Anyway. Yeah, so that, this uh, Chris Matt is giving uh, the Wikipedia. Once again, I am Chris. I'm Matt. Uh, Gabber Media, they put this podcast out. Listen to their other podcasts. Uh, you can maybe subscribe to this podcast somewhere. I don't know why you would listen to this podcast over one of their other podcasts. But. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is, yeah, Ben's Chris and Matt's Skim Wikipedia, your go to source for choice, hissy fit news and notes.
Thanks for listening, and see you next time.